Hey everybody, and welcome to the Wealth Effect Podcast, where we discuss methods, strategies, and tactics to protect and compound your wealth. I'm your host, Matt Fabian, and I'm here to help you create your own wealth effect. The stock market has been supported by a healthier-than-expected economy this year, generating returns that have helped many portfolios to partially recover from last year's bear market. Investors now hope these growth trends will translate into stronger corporate earnings, since in the long run, markets tend to follow the same trajectory as profits. With the economy's future still uncertain, what signs are there that companies might begin to see improved profitability? The third quarter earnings season is wrapping up, with 94% of S&P 500 companies reporting their results. According to FactSet, 82% of these companies have had positive earnings surprises, yielding an expected year-over-year earnings-per-share growth rate of 4.3%. This is likely to be the first quarter of positive growth in a year, a notable inflection point that mirrors the surprising stability of the underlying economy. Consensus Wall Street estimates are for earnings to be flat this year, at about $217 per share, but then rebound in 2024 by 11%. While this is at odds with economic forecasts calling for slower growth in the coming quarters, it's safe to say that investors would welcome any acceleration in earnings. The first chart posted in the show notes shows earnings growth may have reached an inflection point, with the S&P 500 earnings per share growth rate currently at a negative 0.2%, which has come off a recent peak close to 50% positive growth in 2021 and into 2022. Historically, large public companies have increased their earnings by an average of 7.7% per year, but this fluctuates alongside the business cycle. To oversimplify the earnings cycle, companies increase their sales faster than their expenses in good times, boosting profits and margins. In bad times, companies experience slowing revenues and cut costs to maintain margins Better cost structures then allow companies to be more profitable once the economy turns around. It may seem obvious that profits matter and that over long time frames, they should reflect the value created by companies. Business owners, executives, and corporate boards have strong incentives to maintain and boost profitability and shareholder returns. When it comes to investing, there are three specific reasons why this matters to investors. And the first is posted in the show notes, which show how the stock market tends to follow corporate earnings. The chart shows the S&P 500 index, as well as the S&P 500 earnings per share. Both are very correlated to each other going back many decades. And with the graph, you can see just how tightly correlated that is. And although they do not line up perfectly, they do follow the same broad trends. This is because economic growth boosts earnings, pushing stock prices higher. So while the economy and the stock market are not the same, the two are closely related through the performance of companies. Second, whether the stock market is cheap or expensive depends not just on stock prices, but also on corporate performance, the most important of which is arguably earnings. The price-to-earnings ratio, for instance, is simply the price of a stock or index divided by some earnings per share measure, such as expected earnings over the next 12 months. This means that even if prices don't change, 
increasing earnings will make the market more attractive, and vice versa. The current S&P 500 price-to-earnings ratio is 18.7 times the next 12 months' earnings, above the historical average of 15.6, but still far below the 2020 peak of around 23. Third, profits support dividend payments. From a corporation's perspective, dividends are a way to return cash to shareholders. In theory, if a corporation has no attractive investment alternatives, it makes sense to return cash flow to shareholders who can invest it for themselves. This brings me to the next chart posted in the show notes, which show how dividends are an essential consideration for all investors. And it shows the dividend yield rate for sectors of the S&P 500, with the 10-year average dividend yield as well as the current dividend yield based off of the next 12 months earnings estimates. In practice, corporations pay steady dividends to attract investors, especially if they can grow these payments over time. Additionally, some companies have been holding on to more and more cash, and some sectors pay relatively low dividends, especially across technology-related companies. For investors, dividends are an integral part of total returns. Historically, dividends and not just price appreciation were one of the primary reasons for investing. Today, most investors seem to focus on stock prices, except in cases where portfolio income is needed, such as for those nearing or in retirement. While bond yields have risen this year, the market has been volatile. The accompanying chart shows that many sectors still have desirable dividend yields, Not surprisingly, sectors that have underperformed this year, including real estate, utilities, and energy, can generate yields under 4%. Sectors with the most price appreciation, namely communication services, consumer discretionary, and information technology, also have the lowest dividend yields. So, as with many lessons in investing, investors should not focus exclusively on recent performance or dividend yields. Instead, it's important to diversify across sectors to benefit from all phases of the market cycle, especially if earnings continue to turn around. So what's the bottom line? Economic growth drives corporate earnings, which in turn support the stock market. Investors should follow these longer-term trends rather than day-to-day market movements as they work toward their financial goals. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Wealth Effect Podcast. Hope you're all doing well out there and happy wealth generation. Investment advisory services are offered through Fabian Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor authorized to do business in states where registered or otherwise exempt from registration. Nothing discussed during the show should be viewed as investment advice. Everything discussed is generic, non-specific, non-tailored information. If you have questions pertaining to your specific situation, please reach out to us at info at fabianwm.com or call us at 925-322-2450.